Spotlight. I'm your host, Michelle Prince, founder and CEO of Performance Publishing Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Michelle Prince, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we connect with successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders about how they built their businesses and are creating movements all by leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. I cannot wait for you to hear more about my guests today, but first, This episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. At Performance Publishing Group, we provide top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon-to-be authors. Led by Michelle Prince, the Performance Publishing team has helped hundreds of people realize their dream of becoming an author. As a partner publisher, we can offer you more than just expert guidance. We want to make sure you get the book of your dreams and reap the rewards. To learn more about Performance Publishing Group, go to performancepublishinggroup.com. Well, let's get this show on the road and let me introduce you to Jen Marples, who is a champion for midlife women. And I don't know those of you listening, I know I can relate to this story very well, Um, but she's also a life business coach, activist. She's dedicated to women's empowerment, podcaster. She's a motivational speaker. She does coaching. She does a lot of things, but rather than me read the long bio, I just want to welcome you to the show, Jen, and let you tell a little bit more about what you do and who you are. Well, thank you, Michelle. I'm just honored to be here. I always love chatting about empowering women, especially at midlife. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And so I use the the long and short story, the short, long version of the story, whatever is going to come out, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep it quick. I promise. Um, For pretty much my entire adult life, my career, I was in public relations and marketing, and I used to own a public relations firm in San Francisco. So there was a point in time where I was a a super duper crazy lady running a PR firm in the city. We had Fortune 500 clients. And I like to joke that as my company was expanding, so was my waistline, because in the in the span of 12 years of owning my company, I popped out three kids. So I've got an almost 17 year old and twin girls that are almost 15. And we were living at the corner of Haight and Ashbury. You might have heard of it. My husband's also an entrepreneur. So Life was a little bit crazy, but we thought it was normal. We're like, what? Like, it's hard. You know, three kids, corner paint in Ashbury, two business owners. You know, it's just, it be? yeah, it was just, it was no big thing. No big thing. Three kids in diapers running a firm, not a problem until it was. Um, I was experiencing some health issues and just that, that burnout that a lot of us women who are at midlife have experienced, I think, at one point in time, because we're living that dream and air quotes of, more is more is more and achieving and success. So everything looked good on the outside. Like, look at Jen, she's running this firm. She's got great employees. She's got a husband and kids and she's involved with charities. But guess what? We all learn we can't do all of that at the same time. And so my health was starting to suffer a bit, even though, but I kept pushing through, kept pushing through. Fast forward, we left the city when my oldest was starting kindergarten. I still had my firm, was still working. But things were starting to rapidly deteriorate inside my home. And I was yelling and screaming at everyone. So everyone inside my house had the worst of me. Outside of my home, clients, employees had the best of me. And so one day my husband, God bless him, he's like, all right, something's got to give. And rewind, you know, to have those babies, I had to go through fertility. I had to go through the whole nine yards to have those precious babies. And now I'm yelling at them at the end of the day because I had five hours worth of work to do 
after they went to bed. And I'm sure any working mom out there listening can completely relate. So I started the process. My, I called it my midlife crisis at around 45 of dismantling my company because I, my health was suffering and my family was suffering. Everybody was suffering. And I wasn't even enjoying work anymore. But, you know, we pushed through because that was me, a type A achiever. I can't let anybody down. And so I slowly let clients leave. I didn't get any new business and I, I wound it down. And then I was left with me. <laughs> I was left with who the hell am I if I'm not running this firm? So it took, you know, a good two years and this is the condensed version, but it's important because a lot of why I do the work I do is I don't want any woman to get to the point of almost like, I'm not saying I was at death's door, but my health was in the toilet and I was severely depressed. And it's because I just drove myself into the ground. I don't want anybody to get to that place. So I quickly, you know, retapped into my therapist. I got a naturopath, saw my Western doctors, and I said I had to put Humpty back together again. So that was a really important time. So that allowed me to really figure out who I was and stripping away. A lot of when we are in the corporate world, we were running something big. A lot of that's wrapped up in ego. So we don't know who we are until we kind of strip everything away. And we never actually stop to ask ourselves who we are. What do we like? What, what actually brings us joy? So fast forward, I one day woke up. I was feeling better. I'm like, all right, coaching training. Let's do that. Then I did yoga teacher training and did a couple retreats. And I said, all right, um, what's bubbling to the surface here is serving women. And I'd always done that in my whole career, just via consulting, but I was always the person people came to even right after college, like, Jen, how do I get a job? How do I network? How do I do this? How do I do that? I was that always that person. So I wasn't a complete shock, but I decided, you know, a couple of years ago to really go all in on supporting women. So I started having women's events and then that led to, well, then we had COVID and then I took everything online. And then really about a year and a half ago, I was still having some consulting clients for in, in the PR world, but really a year and a half ago, I woke up one day and it was like I was activated. It was something happened that day. <laughs> I joke, I'm like, am I having a manic episode? What's going on? But I haven't stopped. I proclaimed to the world at the time I was 51. I said, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is who I serve, which is midlife woman. And I'm happy about who I am. And I'm proud to be 51 because I know that's a huge thing for a lot of women at midlife to actually claim who you are and just revel in it and stand in that power. And I haven't looked back. And I started my podcast last fall called The Jen Marple Show. I'm on episode 63. So I went out guns blazing two episodes a week. You'll appreciate that, Michelle. I decided to go crazy and go two a week wow. <laughs> because what, like that was hard? Well, yes, it was. So I actually just dropped down to uh, one a week a couple weeks ago so I could free up my time to do some more things because I'm working with a lot of women. But right now, my, like, my greatest joy is doing something like this, Michelle, spreading the word. And I need everyone to know that my podcast tagline and my tagline for everything is you're not too fucking old because you're not. So anybody listening and you think you're old, you're not. And that's to do whatever the hell you want to do. If it's start a business, you know, pick up a hobby, go salsa dancing, whatever the hell it is, we get to do whatever we want. Because it wasn't a woman saying that we were too old. It's a bunch of guys up in Madison Avenue kind of sell selling us this bill of goods saying that we're too old to do what we want to do. And I'm here to demystify that and empower women to do whatever the hell they want and feel really confident in those decisions. Wow. Wow. Gosh. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, my goodness, starting um, in so many things I can relate to, honestly, I can relate so much to the corporate world. And, and that's a lot of my backstory too, and why I started my business and, and just that, like, what am I doing and health and 
family and all the things that you hold so dear. And those are the things that are falling apart a little bit, right? <laughs> so I love that. And I know so many women can relate to that. So one thing that you had said about helping mid middle-aged women or midlife women, right? Which I can relate to. And by the way, I'm 51 as well, and I'm proud to be. And so I don't, or I don't know if you're still that age, but I, I was raised that way. You know, you're as old as you feel. So you shouldn't be ashamed of your, whatever the number is, but I got to tell you, the older you get, you know, you don't always feel so energetic and all that. What gave you that energy, that spark or that activate that I'm curious about what really activated you? Was it just the passion or was it, did you spend time reading something or, or, or studying or what, what, what was it so that other people can learn how to activate their, their own life? Totally. Um, so, so it was a couple of years ago and I started these women's events and, you know, just tapping in and kind of seeing what women were craving. So it was a little, so there's like this sort of market research. I didn't even know. I just said, I have an idea to like, I invited a bunch of women over. There's 20 women at a, sort of an elevated dinner party and it was kind of coaching light. So I had some questions and thoughts about goals and dreams and the future. And then what happened with that first, and this, this is going to be answering your question. What happened at that first um, event was women just started sharing. They started sharing. One woman started sharing that she had cancer. One woman started sharing that she was in bankruptcy, but was so ashamed of it because her husband had, you know, hidden money and like gotten in, in her in this like hor horrible situation. Another woman was like, I really want to start a business, but everyone around me is telling me I'm too old to start a business. My own mother said, no, women don't start businesses in their late forties. And it just, and so it went. And then these women wanted to stay connected. So what, what I was realizing was all these women not only felt completely disconnected in, in the age of us feeling, you know, in air quotes, connected because of social media and all this, people were feeling so disconnected. And this was pre-COVID. And then these women wanted to stay together and have these connections. And a lot of women had never met each other until that night. So I'm like, huh, there's something here. And so it was kind of like this hypothesis I was taking out for a spin was like, I think that women, when we come together, we feel more connected and less alone. So we can't, you know, it's like no more of this at this age of the, you know, the dinner party conversation of handbags and the weather. Like, I think we're over that. We got to, we got to dig deep because there's a lot going on yeah. in your forties and fifties and beyond. And um, so along the way, you know, after I did my training and all of this, like I, re I'm a voracious reader. I listen to a ton of podcasts. I'm a big Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you're into that, but it's like the whole visualization. So I'm constantly, and this is what I preach to my clients and everybody I come into contact with is I never stop learning. I devour everything. I listen to a million different podcasts, business, you know, spirituality, you know, women's empowerment. I listen to all of them, like biohacking, all of it, because you never know where you're going to get ideas. And I read a ton as well. Um, so when I got to this place, because when I was turning 50, it wasn't like, oh, gosh, I was so excited to turn 50 because I was still kind of living in this world of, oh, God, because really the 50th birthday for a woman is a huge birthday. Let's just be honest. It's a big birthday. Because society has made it be this thing like, oh God, like I'm going to be put out to pasture. So when I woke up that morning, it was like there was really a crack in the universe. Like something happened because I had been doing all these things. Something happened that morning. And I'm like, you know what? If you keep fighting it, and this goes to like being your true authentic self, which is what I preach all the time, it robs everybody of or that perceived power. So if I just stand in it and go, yeah, I'm fucking 51. I am going out there. This is what I'm going to do. I'm changing careers. I'm here to empower women. And I'm here to show you, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. So it wasn't an overnight thing. And I actually work a lot with women right now. One woman was texting me the other day. She's like, I just, 
I just don't want to be this age. I'm like, well, it's acceptance. Like we are. And it's actually getting old as a gift. I mean, during COVID, my neighbor, 44 year old man died of a widow maker heart attack. Like, you know, embrace being 51 and being alive, embrace being 52. And so that real, that one event really informed a lot of what I'm doing because tomorrow's not promised. And so I'm here to tell everybody to live in the day to day because we were all told, especially how we grew up in the 80s and 90s, we're striving, striving, achieving and reaching some proverbial mountaintop. But we all know when we get to that mountaintop, who cares? Like, what, did you enjoy the journey? Are you enjoying the day to day? Are you enjoying those kids before they go out to college? Are you having fun with your friends? Because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? And it sounds trite, but it's true. And I think of the last couple of years really taught us anything. Life is so precious. And I don't subscribe and I never have to the death and taxes mentality of like, oh, this is my lot in life. I just, okay, I'm going to suffer through. I mean, please, I'm 52. And my inspiration is Iris Apfel, who just had the H&M collab at 100 years old. Wow. And it's sold out. That's crazy. That's you so know, and I look at my own mother. She's 76 and she's still working. She, she could be retired, but she loves it. People think she's ageless. Right. Because it comes from within. And we just get better. And there's science, Michelle. I'm going to dig it up. There's actually a woman, uh, there's an author here who just did something on the midlife brain. She actually lives in my area. I'm going to have her on my show. And the long and short of it is she said that our brains get better, women's, as we get older. Wow. Now that's good news. Yes. So I just can't believe, I mean, could you imagine if someone said, okay, Michelle, right now you can't, you can't do anything more. This is it. Like you're going to ride out the next 40, 50 years doing... I, I get I, mad. That makes me mad. It's like, it, that gets me more energized to do yeah. crazier things. Like we could jump out of planes. You yes. know, why not have a collab with H&M? Like, do whatever you want. Yes. I love it. I love it. You know, and, and it's just so true, right? And it, why not? It, it's, it's a decision though. And it's a mindset. You know, one thing I wanted to ask you, so the show's the power of authority and it really is about leveraging because we all have the ability to impact people's lives. You're doing it for women. I'm doing it for, for people that want to tell their story. But everyone has that opportunity, but you have to leverage it. So how are you leveraging your business? How are you building it? And now, I think you have an advantage being that you, you had a marketing and a PR company, so you kind of know what you're doing. But what would you recommend for others that are ready to do something with their, their life and business? So first and foremost, my biggest piece of advice is go for it. Just go for it and don't care what people think. Because I think especially with women, we tend to hold ourselves back because we care what people think. You just, the most freeing thing you can do is just not care. And it takes practice, but just freaking do it. Yeah. And just go ahead, claim who you are. Like you don't have to have it all figured out. Like that morning that I decided, you know, I was activated. I went and I redid all my bios everywhere on LinkedIn, you know, Instagram, all over the place. And I claimed who I was. And then I just started building everything. So you don't have to have everything put together. When I started my first business, my PR firm, I had a client before I even had a business card and a website. Wow. You just don't let all that stuff stop you. And that's basically how I started this business. I just claimed who I was. And then I'm just, you know, I just, just started building it. Keep adding. Because you're not going to know until you try. And then when you take those first couple steps, you're like, okay, that feels right. Or that maybe feels wrong. And that's just going to be more information to then get you to the next place, to the next place, to the next place. Right. The whole, you're not too fucking old and the podcast. I mean, that took sort of years, but that's because I started trying a couple years ago. So it's just take a step, take another step that will feel right. And just kind of follow, sort of follow the breadcrumbs that feel right. Um, and then don't forget about the network that you already have. So if you 
have worked in cor the corporate world or had some different career, even the network of like the your the parent community that you're involved in, you, everybody has multiple networks. The the gym you go to, the yoga studio, you know so many people. So if you're starting something and you know somebody in that world that is already doing that, then ask them what they're doing. Yeah. I've never turned anybody away who's asked me for advice and they're not going to turn you away either. So don't be afraid to ask. You see Sally over there doing something interesting. Sally, how are you doing this? Do you mind? Can I take you to coffee? Can I have a Zoom with you? It's that simple. Or I recommended to another client. I said, you had this, this whole network. Just send out an email saying you want to start doing business development again and see what happens. Because usually it's going to be in that that sphere of people you already know. Maybe they don't know somebody, but they probably have a former colleague or somebody that they know who can then refer you some business. So don't forget, it's like it's the low hanging fruit, but we all think that we need shiny websites and, wow. you know, is it fireworks and all this stuff and beautiful all this stuff. It, you can really start so simple and you don't have to spend a lot of money. Absolutely. You just have to start. You just have to start. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. All that to say, though, your website is beautiful. Um, and in fact, for those of you listening, check out jenmarples.com. It's J-E-N-M-A-R-P-L-E-S.com. Um, I love your branding. I love that you, you know, your color scheme, you're, you're, you're doing that even now. I mean, that's branding. I love um, it's uh, there's just so much here. And I, I, I think it's really unique, too. I mean, I do coaching and, and speaking as well. Mine is obviously a different topic, but you focusing in on the midlife, I think is such a cool niche. I mean, not just women, but women in midlife. I just think that that's a really um, awesome approach. And I love what you have on your website. It says midlife is the best part of life. <laughs> I'm embracing that. And I firmly believe it because, you know, and it's, it just kind of goes to every phase needs to be the next phase. It's like, just forget about like, nobody's best years were in high school, please. Like, oh, yes. and how sad. I mean, we were like, we were so young. It's, there's so much more life to live. Um, what I do recommend to a lot of women is just, you know, figure out who you are and you don't have to be, I mean, I'm hot pink crazy out there because I have a big mission. And I want to impact a lot of people, but not everyone has to be me. But take bits from what I'm doing. I tell my clients and people I work with all the time, copy me. Mm -hmm. Copy what I'm doing. Swipe and deploy. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just, and then follow a bunch of different people that you admire. As far as like a whole branding exercise and figuring what you like, the, the first piece of that is who are you attracted to out there? Whose message do you like? How do you like that they're doing things? And usually you're going to see that there's some kind of consistent themes and you can pull from different, what different people are doing. Right. But the people that are out there and cohesive, the key message is your photo, the look and feel that should be wherever you go around the internets and the interwebs, it should all be synced up. I'm a hot pink gen. <laughs> Everywhere you go with the same bio on any social channel, you go to my website, all of it. But I will say the website, when I started, I did not have that right away. No. It was just read, you know, redoing all my LinkedIn and Instagram and all that. And then the website came. So really, because that can be barriers to entry for, it can become very overwhelming. Yes. Just get started. Yeah. You know, I used to always say, you don't have to get it right to get it going. Just get going, you know, don't just get going. Cause you'll iterate, iterate, and you'll keep refining, refining, refining. I'm working with a client right now. Same thing. She got everything up. It's all great. I'm like, now you need to refine. Now you just need to keep refining this message based on, you know, pivoting because you'll decide, well, I thought maybe I wanted to serve those people, but actually I really want to like work in the corporate, you know, serve corporate clients. So then you'll pivot right, exactly. and you'll keep refining, but you got to start. You got to start. This is awesome. Well, how can people get a hold of you? 
Well, I'm at Jen Marples pretty much everywhere. So I love Instagram, but I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on, I'm on TikTok. My kids are like, mom, you're on TikTok. And like, she's on TikTok. Okay. And midlife women are on TikTok. So don't forget about TikTok for your business. Um, so I'm at Jen at JenMarples.com. If you want to email me, my podcast is the Jen Marples show. But if you go to my website, just JenMarples.com, everything is there. And you can, you can kind of start there and reach out to me. I'm always happy to answer questions and give guidance, always. I love that because women helping women, it's that saying, rising tides raise all ships. Yep. And we need to support each other because, you know, we can't go at it alone. We don't have it all figured out. So, no. well, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited we connected and definitely check out her website, jenmarples.com. Go to the podcast. Um, just just learn everything you can from her because she's, she's uh, got it going on here with her hot pink. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. And my motto is if I can do it, you can do it. I love that. Perfect. I can do it. You can do it. That's absolutely right. Well, perfect way to wrap up the show. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Power of Authority Spotlight. Thanks so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.